This is season four, episode eight of Beyond This Earth. And on today's episode, the Britney Griner situation has come to a close, but not without controversy. And CBS held on the story until Biden's people said it was okay to release it. The Twitter files, two, three, and possibly more. As the revenge of Weiss begins, she tells us that the Gamergate technology used in the PSYOP was actually used to curtail conservative dissent during the elections. The war that is going on in the House and Senate, where investigations will go one way and lawfare in the other. The economic downturn that is coming soon to a house near you. FX Watts and a whole lot more. So what does it mean when you are a dean and you serve toys to children that shouldn't have them? James O'Keefe knows the answer to that. AI is gaining too big for its britches with artists that shouldn't be artists? Find out more about that. What was the most popular book writer in the Victorian era? The answer will shock you. Plus, news you miss, space news concerning certain technologies lost during the Artemis mission, upcoming urine review episode, other new future episodes, and expectations that may have not been met, and a whole lot more on this week's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is Novin Hollaback. I dance a Hollaback. The major story that recently was showcased around the world was the release of Brittany Griner, a WNBA MVP, two-time Olympic gold medalist. She is now freed from a Russian prison after being caught with seed oil that's hemp seed oil and was sent to nine years in prison but the swap was done in the sense of as you can guess for the most unbelievable war criminal ever in recent memory the merchant of death an arms dealer and they traded him for a female basketball player and not Paul Whelan this caused some consternation with certain people, especially with a Michael Parsons of the Dallas Cowboys, who has many people who in the military. And the liberals called him names and saying, get back to the basketball, get back to the football game. You got the Eagles to defeat. What are you talking about, boy? Said you don't know your lane. What you doing, bro? Are you mega, bro? Mega Parsons, they call him now. He tried to reiterate that he wasn't against Britney Griner at this whole time. And, but the liberals don't like ugly 
and they don't like certain black people getting uppity, especially black people getting uppity in the conservative way towards conservatism or any type of conservatism because this country is not built for conservatives anymore or Jeffersonian Democrat, Jeffersonian Republicans or Jacksonian uh, 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 populists. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But it seems that CBS had the story since Tuesday. But Biden's people did the spin move and said, if you're going to have that 60 minutes interview with Mrs. Griner and his wife, which I know that Gail wants, Biden said, his people said, you can't tell nobody. It's hush-hush secrets between us. High-level technologies that we will show you in the future. If you can just shut the fuck up concerning about this girl, please. Former coach of her former college team who pretty much understandably so have been disappointed with some of the behaviors of her, of Griner and her teammates during college and afterwards said that, I hope that she learns a lesson from all of this. Yeah, me too. I hope she learns a lesson. But it looks like in my estimations, we haven't learned a goddamn thing about negotiations and all of this. Keep fooling with the Jodaka, and you are going to learn what actual martial arts can actually do, even in a weakened state, a man can be. So, can anybody tell me that this was a good trade? I don't know if I if people want to say it was a good trade. That's not my concern. To me, it wasn't a good trade at all. It's 10 to 1 before we even talk about giving up any sort of thing that has to deal with giving up this type of dangerous dude. It makes, to me, America's priorities are a little bit messed up. And I understand this woman suffered. I mean, she had to cut her dreads because they were freezing in the cold temperatures and had to cut her hair like that. It seems like they did treat her with certain amount of respect. And they weren't going to do anything untowards her. But it was still a difficult time for her. I am a bit perplexed that it wasn't 10 for 1. Because this dude that they release is has still has connections with the dark side of war and warfare. And 
not getting Paul Whelan out, not getting any other people out, the 10 for one swap. Y'all be kidding me. Y'all be kidding me with that. This is the best. Nah, it's not the best. Nah. Which means that there are a lot of things on the international level that Biden and his people don't have. Do you know that Biden doesn't have a lot of his, in two years, have don't have a lot of his ambassadors to India, Singapore, and other places. They have not been filled. They have not been filled. So there can be some sort of a very dark understanding and it is dark that he doesn't have the information on his end to sort to make this deal better for America that he don't have the resources to do so and it is deeply unfortunate really really unfortunate CBS has a lot of explaining to do concerning this information, hiding this information, not giving us the details of this information, but they did it anyway. And it is almost to the point where it, it becomes apparent that we see in journalism the promise of assets instead of working the line to try and find what is going on. We'll get to that when we're talking about the Twitter files and how really dark it truly is. I want to go to the concerns Yeah, the concerns with the Senate and the House. Yesterday, a couple of days ago, we had the results of the election for Georgia. Warnock won. Still close race, but it was enough to put him over the 50% mark. And he is the new senator from Georgia. Brand new senator from Georgia. Republicans are now saying that Donald Trump needs to be made persona non grata, especially after all the bullshit that has taken place, especially with Kanye West and his connections with Mal Yapanopoulos and um, a certain Fuentes and other particular interviews that Kanye West has gotten himself into. That he, he doesn't have the Teflon Dawn coattails that he should have had and have developed 
as part of the strategy to get the Republicans into a much better place. It seemed for almost a couple of days that Schumer was going to be at least have the power that he used to have way back when, when he was a much younger man during Obama's time. But unfortunately, things turned to the other side. It turns out that Christian cinema, you know, the one with the whore boots in Congress, the unbecoming boots in Congress, that's what I mean by unbecoming boots. She decided to leave the Democrat Party and go to the side of the independents which means there are two independents. Democratic leading, of course, let's not be, let's not like kid ourselves here. But the house in power, the Senate in power is now back down to 50-50 with the vice president now have to break the tie in certain issues, especially dealing with economics. Oh, Jesus. I couldn't tell you if I tried. I, it couldn't be me. It, it can't be me, bro. It just can't be me. Let's get to the Twitter files. This is from Barry Rice. Or the revenge of Weiss. A new Twitter files investigating reveals the teams of Twitter employees build blacklists to prevent disfavored tweets from trending and actively limit the visibility of entire accounts or reading trending topics all in secret without informing viewers. Twitter had once a mission to give everyone the power to create and share information and ideas freely and instantly without barriers. Along the way, barriers nevertheless were erected. Take, for example, Stanford Dr. J. Bakakala, who argued that lockdowns in the pandemic will harm children. So the security placed him on a trends backlist, which prevented his tweets from trending. Of course, consider the, pop right, uh, the popular right-wing talk show host, Dan Balagano, who at one point was slapped with a search blacklist. Twitter set the account of conservative activist Charlie Kirk to a do not amplify. Twitter denied that it does such things in 2018. Velajay Gade, known as the head of legal policy and trust, and Catherine Beckathor, head of the product, said, we do not have shadow ban. They added, and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political views or ideology. What many people call shadow banning, Twitter executives and employees call visibility filtering or VF. Multiple high-level sources confirm this meaning. Think about visibility filtering as a way to suppress what people see in different levels. It's a very powerful tool, one senior Twitter employee told us. VF refers to Twitter's control over user visibility. 
It used VF to block searches of individual users to limit scope of the particular tweet's discoverability to block select users' posts from ever appearing on the trending page and to inclusion in hashtag searches, searches. All without the user's knowledge, of course. We control visibility quite a bit and we control the amplification of content quite a bit and nobody people do not know but much what we do, one Twitter engineer told us. Two additional Twitter employees also confirmed. The group that decided whether to limit the reach of certain users was a strategic response team, global escalation team, or circuit. It was handled up to 200 cases a day, but there existed a level beyond official ticketing, beyond the rank and file moderators following the company policy on paper. That is the site integrity policy, policy escalation support known as SIPES. This secret group included the head of legal, policy, and trust, Balaja Gaudet, global head of trust and safety, Val Roth, subsequent CEOs, Jack Dorsey and Pavrik Akval, and many others. This is the biggest, most politically sensitive decisions got made. This is where the po most politically and biggest sensitive politically decisions got made. Dick of high ball account controversial, another Twitter bully told us. For there, there, there will be no real ticket or anything. One of the accounts that had rose to this level of scrutiny was Libs of TikTok, an account that was on the trends blacklist and was designed as a do not take action without further consulting from SIPPEZ. The account, which checked at Racknick in 2010, 2020 November, and now boasts over 1.4 million followers, were subject to six suspensions in 2022 alone. Ratchik said each time, uh, each Ratchik says, each time Ratchik was blocked from posting for as long as a week. Twitter repeatedly informed Ratchik that she has been suspended for using Twitter's policy against hateful conduct. But in an internal SAP PISS member from October 2022, after her seventh suspension, the committee acknowledged that LTT has not engaged in behavior violative of the hateful conduct policy and shows a picture of such. The committee justified her suspensions internally by claiming her posts will encourage online harassment of both hospitals and medical providers by insinuating that gender infirmarian health care is equivalent to child boost or aka grooming. Compare this to what happened when Drancic itself was docked on November 21st, 2022. A photo of her home was with her address was posted on a tweet that had garnered more than 100,000 likes. Actually, it was 2021. It was not 2022. She got that date wrong. The date is wrong because 2020, she was not dust on 2022. She was dots 2021. That was a mistake. When Ratchik told Twitter that her dress were disseminated, she says that the Twitter support responded with this message. We reviewed the reported content and did not find to be in violation of the Twitter rules. No action was taken. The doxing tweet is still up. In an eternal Slack message, Twitter employees spoke of using technicalities to restrict the visibility of tweets and subjects. Y'all Rolf twin Dan's global head is trust and safety in a direct message to a colleague in 2021 said this. 
Clutter times! SI used technicality spam enforcement as a way to solve a problem created by safety under enforcing their policies, which again is a problem per se, but it keeps us from addressing the root cause of the issue, which is our safety policies need some attention. Six days later, in a direct message with an employment on the health misinformation, privacy, and identity research team, Roth requested more research to supply finding non-removable policy interventions like disabling engagements and de-amplification and visibility fits or filtering. Roth wrote, the hypothesis underlying much of what we did in implementing the exposure, i.e. misinformation, directly caused harm. We should remain and make reuse remediations that reduce exposure. And eliminating the spread and visibility of content is a good way to do that. He also added, we got Jericho on board implementing this for civic identity in the near term. And we need to get this to be more robust in order to get our repertoire of policy remediations, especially for other policy domains. The authors have brought and expansive access to Twitter files. The only condition we agree that the material will be first published on Twitter. They are getting started on more of these particular things. Concerning that gender affirmation care when it concerns to grooming and child abuse, there was a back and forth between the former CEO of Twitter and the current CEO of Twitter, Elon Musk. And it's pretty much stated the following, look, brother, this content concerning with um, sexual, uh, sexual abuse on the innocent, you didn't do anything about it. Jack said, that is not true. Uh, hold on, bro. You have somebody working in your company since you were the CEO. And they had told you millions and millions and millions of times, Jack, that you were supposed to take care of this particular content not entering in this particular company's files. And nothing has been done until recently. Jack Dorsey has no children. Elon Musk has nine. Three of them are younger than four years old. Every goddamn liberal that has been complaining about this dude are coming from it from a standpoint that absolutely makes no sense. Whether it comes from the issues with Biden's laptop, which people can make the case that some of it needed to be censored, but when we really look at it in a holistic standpoint and in a hierarchical standpoint, it doesn't pass any muster. When this particular type of content is all over and nothing is done and blame is being moved around like 
a hot potato on why this was not taken care of until then, until recently. People need to ask big questions on the future of this internet and especially these social media form, formats the internet has now taken, especially with TikTok. People have said this many times over, especially with Instagram, especially with Twitter, uh, not with Twitter, especially with um, TikTok, especially with Tinder and all three combining, combining together into one whole, into one aspect. That this, those three particular entities with the addition of OnlyFans as well, are the greatest source of both human trafficking, human sex trafficking, the dark shit, and anything else that anything else around that particular aspect in the history of mankind. These are facts. There is nothing you can spin about it. There's nothing you can do or say or explain in other particular terms that it is not happening. It is happening right in front of your faces. And it, it is what it is. But what is happening is three things. I'm going to get to the gamer gig thing in the second, it's related to this. What is happening is three things. And a lot of it is extremely sad. It becomes apparent to a lot of people that morality, when taken out of the churches and taken out of the those that are supposed to be responsible for the human up, human uplift and human upbringing or help those that are supposed to bring better citizens into this country. When taken out of it is given to the rich and it is these rich people, whether it is what it is or not, which is one of the reasons why I do not dismiss what Mark Ames says when it says there should be no such thing as a billionaire, I don't dismiss it offhand. I think that he's absolutely wrong. He's absolutely wrong. But if in this particular case, when it comes to morality and virtues, that morality and virtues have to be reinforced by the rich, that I am deeply concerned about. I'm deeply concerned about that. There's a difference between, oh, he got rich because he did the right things as a moral person. That's different than, oh, the rich now have to dictate morality to everybody because they have the cash. 
it is almost antithetical to the point points that Christ had been talking about the rich and did not leave in the wealth here and all the rest of it. Very antithetical to that. And you need to begin to think about certain things about Western culture and need to pick up on certain aspects of it that I think that a lot of the Western culture's history, good, bad, or indifferent, have to be retold in the sense of not in a conspiratorial stance, but the effects of how the Dutch East India Company and how the British East India Company and how these two forces and their rule statements and how they built armies and all the rest of it affected the way how all modern Western thought idea and society was brought about. We haven't even got to that aspect until we do. Things will start to have to change. Because I think that once we get around to that particular concept, things will start to begin to make a lot of sense. And that how we see ourselves as human beings and how it has affected us in ways that we cannot possibly imagine is gonna come to the fore and then I think that we'll begin to understand the concepts of our society and why certain things need to begin to change if we're going to get past this new century and this new era, past the pandemic, past the world event crisis and all the rest of it. We're gonna get to the economics thing in a moment. Another thing to the Gamergate thing with this technology that I showed that we that that was shown here. Let me make this very clear to you about what a psychological operation can do and forces to do, okay? Whether people like it or not, this side a psychological operation can also entail and affect things outside of its purview. They had said it with MK Ultra that certain things, and this is true, that certain things outside of MK Ultra also affected the whole culture as well. You see, if you recall. Everything was set up concerning Gamergate and these particular things. All the evidence is there that the connections from the literally cools with many of these particular people connected to Weave and all the rest of them built the first generation 
of this technology, which is now in its fifth or sixth iteration in Twitter now and in other places anywhere. This technology was built because of the psychological operation that was Gamergate, which was to diminish the power of the Japanese video game development arms from the top three folks in Western development, Activision, EA, and Ubisoft. One of them is now going to be bought by Microsoft with all of its IP, right? The fight between Sony and Microsoft is between the future of Call of Duty because all of the three of them had fucked themselves over trying to mitigate Japanese or you can say Eastern development outside of China. Think about what Genshin Impact, Konkai Impact really truly is. I want y'all to think about it. I want y'all to think why they continue to support NCSoft on, in Sony's hands. I want you to think about why they bought all these other things and then you begin to start realizing. I want you to understand what they're doing to Bayonetta and how Bayonetta has been raked through the coals. And then you begin to understand why. Why? Everything in the Western purview when it comes to news, entertainment, journalism, and all the rest of it is falling away. It's falling away. You have problems that you need to fix. You have been psyoped, and a part of that psyop has undermined the electoral process of the American populace and has undermined any sort of reconciliation if it is even at all possible between certain sub aspects of a younger generation of citizens in this country. And it is deeply unfortunate. And it's deeply sad. And it shouldn't have taken place. But all of this had to come to a fore because this is what is happening. When the rich is dictating the future of our morality, you have a lot of problems that you're gonna have to come to fore with. Your history has been told in ways that is not, that is that has come to the full, 
forecast and has seen that it may not be the case. You're going to have to reconcile the fact that this psychological operation to, to, to stop or hinder Japanese video game development as a whole has destroyed everything in the video game industry that we have held long and dear from the way that MPD does his business, from the way that certain first party people do their video games and so on. You need to come to grips with that. You need to come to grips with the fact that there are certain people who shouldn't be in this video game industry as a whole. And they were put there, and unfortunately, they were put there to do the same exact type of things they were putting there. To do the same type of psychological control upon the workers in these gaming industries and all over to promote a lie, to promote things that don't work. To promote BS. Because they know they don't have the talent. They don't have the skills. They go into the major universities and write dissertations on their PhDs. about their fetishes and get PhDs on them in the biggest Ivy League schools and some of the biggest schools in the world. And then they have the temerity to come up and tell me that our educational system is better than it has ever been. You had to use the media to bail out your, your colleges because you don't have the money to keep even the books that some of these schools have in your employ. I just wanna let you folks know that you are seeing the degradation of your society right in front of your face and the Twitter files are just one part of that degradation. I'm gonna talk about the rest of it or not a part of it in the second segment of the show. And another aspect of the degradation I'm going to speak about has to do with the economics. We are going to have, by the time March 2023 rolls around, an economic depression. George Gannon, in a recent video, talked about FX swaps and derivatives, or what is connect? Well, they're derivatives, it doesn't matter. FX swaps and all the rest of it. And the way that carry trade between currencies work, it has become to my assertion that it's come to his assertion that it will only be a matter of time. A matter of time, not days, not weeks, not months, not years, a matter of time 
before the disaster that has come about in this society takes place. One basic thing that is going on is that the companies that have deals with each other are trying to buy certain things in certain currencies and they have a swap market to allow these things to exchanges to happen. They have this off surface debt that they don't put on the books that they have to pay by March of this year, March to November of this year. And if they can't find this money, they are going to go cash poor to the point where they're going to have to eat the debt. And they were not in the, in the, in the liabilities chart. They're going to eat the debt and it's going to be over. This will lead into a crisis of no confidence in the banks because of the swap derivatives are not doing the way it's supposed to. Businesses can't talk to each other internationally. This is one of the reasons why they want to get the central bank digital currencies up and running so that these disasters quote unquote will not happen again. They're just fooling themselves like they always do. Coming up next, what is going on in some of these private schools? I know the public schools in in Illinois are having some issues concerning with children getting handcuffed. But what is with some of these deans doing the dark stuff and showing things that should not be shown? Oh, and CVS is also doing this as well? Is absolute craziness. Plus, AI getting too big for his own britches. Is our dying? And so, and I have a small comment on Google connected to certain things that we talked about last week in the final segment. We'll be back with more of Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth, Nova Dollar back. James O'Keefe with another Project Veritas uh, news item. Pretty much showing how the private educational system in our country is now going to the dogs in the wrong way, I mean. Dean of the schools in one particular county in Illinois is giving out toys that kids should never be playing with out to these young students as young as five, six, seven years old. 
Well, James O'Keefe decided to come during the nighttime during one of their PTA meetings and said, uh, my brother, why are you giving these children not made for children toys? The dude tries to walk away. Surprised that he got caught. I'm telling you. They don't know what they're doing in their educational system. It is nasty. From the top down. The rot starts from the top. Within... I will do a really important episode about education. I am going to focus one certain episode this season about education. It may be around February, maybe the third episode, February 21st, I think. Hold on, I wanna make sure I got this right. February 25th because we are scheduled to come back right after the Super Bowl. February 25th, I want to make that the education episode. And I want to put all the information that we got from this particular news item, which is absolutely dark. The other news items that we have concerning education on the monitor and then the education that is allowing PhDs to write thesis statements, books. About their peccadillos that should have been private. It has come to my assertion. Unfortunately, for this America, in particular in America and a lot of the Western world. That society in our Western society has gone to fuck shit hell the day we removed the lock, especially from a lot of women when they had no more luck on their personal written diaries. And they moved all of their anxieties, stresses, and all these other things to social media. We should be damned for doing that, for allowing that to take place. And we can see those results when it comes to the matters of the state and how we run a country. If we're seeing from these Twitter files, which we will also have an episode when everything has been collected and shown and showcased. That's also in the future. Hopefully, 
first of March. So there will be two special, uh, hopefully before uh, March 16th. So we have one for education and then another regular episode and then one will do and then we'll make a decision on what happens with the future of this show de depending on what ha what other things are going to take place. But this is basically where we are right now. We're going to explain all, all uh, many more things towards the end of this episode because I think we, uh, I think you, if once we uh, understand and unpack a lot of this shit, I think you begin to understand why things have to change. It does. We are having a problem with technology. You saw that with Twitter. And we've been talking about Twitter and the Twitter files and Google last week and its future. And we'll mention Google in search and how it's failing in search and how every other thing outside of buying YouTube and, and search has basically failed. But the one thing that people are now beginning to realize and is connected to the educational thing that we're just showcasing and we will showcase in the future is how dumb down people have become. And I really do mean dumb down, seriously. There's three ways you can see this whole AI thing. Three ways you can see it. A lot of it is a lie. This is basically expert systems, machine learning. It's not AI. The computer does not think, but it will reach to a certain point, unfortunately for many artists who wish to give up. You see, it will reach to a certain point that the populace doesn't even, cannot tell the difference. And that is unfortunately the fault of the population and its educational system in turn, because it cannot tell the difference, nuances, and other particular things of that nature to tell the difference between color theory art and all the rest of it. It cannot tell the difference between somebody who actually draws a actual figure and someone who just colors on a, pa on a paper doing coloring by numbers. Cannot tell the difference. Do we, lest we forget the times when they were doing adult coloring pictures, do you now understand that that aspect led into the things that we're now seeing with AI? You didn't see that coming? That's one of the ways AI was coming through. And you did not understand it. And certain people on Twitter and other places on the social media and other places in the forums started to ask these ser serious questions very closely. And nobody gave them a time of day because they were too busy trying to censor anything that was conceivably not left of Mao Zedong. Just to be fair, 
all of you thinking that this is a game that y'all gonna be playing for the rest of your lives. You can't be playing this game. Yes, it is stealing. I'm gonna give the artist that credit, but a lot of these artists, oh boy, they shouldn't be talking because they were promoting, protecting, and defending their lack of talent. And now that a computer has convinced the populace, which already are not as educated as you think they are, saying that they can be artists too with just a few little words being taught and wrote down that they know and just do a little bit of configurations, do a minus 50, do this, do that, all the rest of it, fits a little tweaks there and hey, they can become an artist. It's similar to the coloring by numbers skit that Justin Bieber and other Hollywood stars were doing back maybe three, four, five years ago. Does anybody see the connection to that? I just told you that connection. But you keep playing games. This is a response to the allegory of style that is all over this world and that's all over entertainment now from the National Football League to your cartoons. Not done in the way that people will want to experience art. So the backlash is partly and largely because of that backlash that is happening. <coughs> Excuse me. And what is happening with that, mind you? What does that tell me? That they just want to give up as soon as something that a few computer resources steal and use as a database into creating whatever they wish to create, whatever image they wish to create. If you're an anime fan, in certain some ways of certain certain way, in a certain way, it's also another prediction that the Japanese did, but not in the way you think. There is a concept that was written by certain students in a school, uh, in a college. I don't remember. I think it was either. Boston College or another one, I'm not certain. But anyway, gist of it is, is that basically the personages of these female antagonists and protagonists are set up like a database. Their personas and their personalities can be switched in different ways and you can get different ways of writing certain characters by just setting up these particular things in a sort of like new sphere database, as it were. Similar idea with this AI. And now people want to quit, give up on art when they realize that the populace, who is only seen Alegria for the past five, six, seven years now, in smaller terms with these complaints about Warner Brothers and their logos and all the rest of these things, 
now are seeing this AI and said, oh, wow, look at this. Even though they don't see the impurities, they don't really care about the impurities. Something that Zizek ultimately said in his one of his interviews about perfection, it was close to perfect, but the imperfections are what makes the person perfect. It's the Lacanian distance. And so on. And so on. It's a Lacanian distance, you see? You know that dude from Slovene? And another thing about this that really going to grind my gears is that what type of bullshit they could do. And I mentioned this many, 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 many times. What kind of bullshit can do they can do by convincing everybody about how AI is greater and how AI can change things. Look, you gotta change the way you do things now. You gotta get better. There's no point in getting better if they are going to, if we're going to have this race. Some say to the bottom of people taking their art and using it to make certain things perfect. There's something also about this AI you need to understand. This is being front run by a lot of entertainment companies as a warning against unionization of the artwork because they're not there yet. Some say they may get there within the next couple of 18 months, 20 months, maybe three years out, four years out, <clears throat> that a lot of these works that used to be done by hand or used to be done by Photoshop and all the rest of it, even though there have been some victories with Clipart Studio and the like, <clears throat> a lot of these entertainment companies are funding these AI studios and they see it as a way to overcome a lot of the problems in the future with VFX and a lot of the directors wishing to change things on the fly. They are beginning to solve a gigantic problem with the directors wishing to change certain things on the fly so that they will ultimately believe in their heart of, in their way of thinking, fixing the problems of CGI that is being caused by overworked, by overworked um, 3D artists. So they want to think they can use AI, especially with what Unreal Engine 5 and other particular technologies can do to fix a lot of the particular problems. It will also reach to a point where when it comes to animation, especially in the 3D side of the thing, that they could ultimately maybe five, six years down the road mass produce 50, they can mass produce 25 episodes 
on a clip in about three weeks as long as the story is written and they can get the rigging done and they can set up certain motions and all these other things. Nobody would know the difference and they will make money hand over fist. There's also another particular situation that people don't recognize and will not understand. There were certain technologies that were used for, well, let's just say the blue works out there that has reached to a certain point where it's not moving any forward. AI could push it to another direction and another level where they can almost compete with other particular works. But one of the things that people have to recognize with AI is that you have to understand that it's being front run. And ultimately AI is going to fail because the main problem with AI is that it is connected to a database. Database technology has to get things from the internet or other particular entities. A lot of the technologies that we're seeing today are based on cloud things and all the rest of these things. Regulation of these entities, which are coming and ultimately will change the way the internet is done, is going to basically destroy this diversity of AI. But it's going to destroy a whole lot of other industries as well on top of that. Because like I have stated before, and like I have stated again, throughout this series and this show from maybe the start of this show and possibly before. The internet is a technology that is based on surveillance. It is not a technology used for communication. The technologies that they use for communicating certain things should have been left alone and they should have had built brand new protocols for all the things they wish to do and to put out there. And they did not do this. And they refused to. Web 3.0 has absolutely nothing to do with the blockchain. It has nothing to do with Web 2.0 with social media and it has absolutely nothing to do with 3.1.0, ATML and all the rest of it. We don't even want to call it Web 3.0 ultimately. Web 3.0 or the future of the web, I have stated this before, the history of the railroads. What happened when it reached the point of no return between the Pennsylvania Reading Railroad, Penn Central, as it was later called in 1976. They split into two companies, Conrail and Amtrak. 
we're still seeing the effects of that move as of last week when Joe Biden and his people signed a law saying doing what Ronald Reagan did with the airlines back in 1983. 84, 83, 84, I'm thinking. Basically ending any sort of unionization movement in this country. And now he did it for the railroads. Peter Zion made a statement a couple weeks ago, I mean, a couple days ago, excuse me, about the Jones Law, saying that no American company, well, no, well, no international company can go through the rail, through the waterways. All companies that go through the waterways have to be American made, which in many cases is fine. They wanted to protect those ways, but it overdid everything concerning with the railroads. A similar idea was posted by John Michael Greer concerning the future with the UK. A similar thing may have to happen in the US, but it has become impossible for American companies to work on the waterways and then all the environmental potentials which are needed, but they still can't find the workers to do that particular work. They have to outget those workers from other places around, other countries. And then there's this whole issue about drug smuggling that you have to think about, which Xeon hasn't really thought about if we're talking about Mexico and other particular things. The internet is getting towards that same direction with these five companies. You're gonna see it. I told y'all folks from episode, from season one, the internet is going to go into receivership. Half of it is gonna be owned by the government. There's gonna be little pity party things with other particular internet services. They're gonna cost way too much money. Starlink may be the cheapest if it actually works, which it looks like it does. You're gonna have regionalized internet. You're gonna pay to up the goddamn nose for it to get all the regional things and all the rest of it. And all the rest of the other technology they did building brand new protocols, some of it we haven't even seen that you're gonna have to pay for up the wazoo in order to get their content. You don't realize what they are going, what we are in the final stages of the collapse of everything we have known concerning entertainment, the internet and a whole lot of it. We are in the moment where the split between what is video games, for example, 
between Japanese development and American development are about to split in half and they will never be together again. It's already happened. Once that split takes place, there will be no mention of how video games are supposed to be made or most of be it because what is happening is a self-destructive mode from the three major third-party developers in this country that is ultimately going to destroy Microsoft in the video game space that is ultimately going to destroy Sony in the video game space, that may also take down Nintendo in the video game space, and may also affect how the future of PC gaming is going to be affected. The FTC has said that we are going to block the deal between Microsoft and Activision. Microsoft and Sony are now playing hardball because they realize that their, their future IPs are connected to the video game industry. And the whole Gamergate thing was pretty much to prevent the six major developers in Japan from taking over the three major developers in America. That's what it was. It was nothing to do with... with with a uh, 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 sexism in video games. That came later. That was part of the PSYOP. That was a, that was the spice in the PSYOP. You know where this came from. I don't have to tell you again. And everything we're seeing in this Twitter files is the direct result of these three major corporations in the video game business refusing to accept that they don't know and their way of doing video games with their plan modernization all the rest of it was ultimately going to destroy them and the constant move towards this modernization and all the rest of it on the side was ultimately going to destroy them that doesn't mean that the video game industry in Japan is any better either. They have gotcha games too, which their government had to come in, step in and say, this shit will stop, have to stop. The government for the first time in a long time is stepping in and saying, you're becoming a monopoly again to Microsoft. And this is connected to the whole thing concerning Billy Kotek and Donald Trump. So that's another thing what Sony is using. They are playing dirty ball, but it's going to take everybody down with it because they can't make first party video games anymore. They can't do it. And we have seen it. Outside of their Japanese developers, which they have taken down already as of two years ago. They're only making video games to make IP for shows to be aired on HBO. Does nobody get this? Nobody.
So think about these things, folks. I wish y'all people could understand it, but you're not seeing it. Oh, one thing before we finish on this third segment, which went a little long. Google. Last week, I told you that Google has issues with search and the destruction of search and all the rest of it and how it's destroyed the internet. People have you who never realized and understand that Google is not a company that does search anymore. Google is a company that is trying to figure out how to build wormholes in space. Do you not get what I'm trying to tell you? Google is a company that is trying to figure out how to build wormholes in space. Last week, I told you during the final segment of Beyond This Earth about the two wormholes that they built, about the wormholes that they built, the black holes, quote unquote, they built on the quantum computer system that Google recently built. Why do you think they built the quantum computer system? They would have been never gotten the technology to build the quantum computer system. Oh, you don't think the government is a part of this too? You think y'all be playing games? They don't give a fuck about search. They give a fuck about finding wormholes, folks. You're not going to get back the Google of the past. The Google of the past is gone. The reason why Google is staying alive is because they want to figure out how to get a wormhole working, you stupid little idiots. What do you think Twitter is now becoming, folks? You, this is something that I just said earlier, Jack, Dorsey. Elon Musk wants to use Twitter to get people into space, you fucking idiot. He cannot do that if he has all this type of communication that is unbecoming because he has nine kids. Three of them under four years old. Google is no longer in the business of search, SEO, and all this technology. They're not even a part of the whole YouTube situation as it were. He is, they are a part of a cathedral NRX term. They are a part of the cathedral. They are trying to figure out if they can use quantum technology to build wormholes in space. Whether that's good or whether that's bad. Immaterial, that's the reality. The faster you get it, the better. What do you think Penn Central Station, Penn Central was doing in 1975? Does anybody know the answer? Maybe you can tell me. Everything about the internet is a repeat of what's happening with the railroads, and you're going to see it now. 
Everything that's everything that is past history is a part of future performance. It's the exact same thing. Waterways, railroad, roadways, what have you. It's happening again, and you're letting it happen again because humanity's memory is ever so short. And you're playing games now. Y'all in trouble. Just letting y'all know. Coming up next, two things. What was the most popular novelist in the Western world during the Victorian era? I'll tell you that and a whole lot more. Beyond This Earth, right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. return you to beyond this earth ladies and gentlemen i think people how we whitewash the coin to phrase history is very 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 dark it's good thing that john michael greer is around these days huh and thank you for you know helping me out during the last three years with the whole wheel training thing that I did, a little bit of wheel training, what have you, that we did the first time with one of the bonuses is still one of my more popular pieces of work that I did for Beyond This Earth. But I really want to take you back to the Victorian era. You know, the conservative Victorian era, mind you. The Victorian era that said, Britain and its son shall never set on the British Empire. Lord Flashman. You know, those era, right? Okay, here's a question for all of you who really know their literary history. Charles Dickens wrote a Christmas Carol and other particular books. Yeah, we know about the Christmas Carol and its wishes and its hopes and its fear of the, of not doing the right thing, right? right. But Charlie Dickens was not the most popular novelist of his time. In fact, many of his books didn't sell after his death. A lot of the books that a lot of your, what is now part of the Western canon didn't sell yet. A lot of them didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to sit you right down. Sit you all comfortable lot. Like the day, because, you know, there's some things that 
I don't want the uh, the world to hear because I know you're sitting down, you're getting coffee and all the rest of these things. And, you know, there are just certain men out there in this world right now who have done the whole thing that they used to talk about in the 1950s about the blackenization of white youth. They've been talking about this since the 1950s. Hell, we even had cartoons that talked about this. And so there was this one particular video out there with this white guy and like, he is just a total caricature of what these people were talking about in the 1950s and brought into the modern day. And this black, young black kid is going like, what the fuck is going on? And he be should say that. And he's about 40, 50 years old and I'm just looking like him and like, holy cow, what the fuck is this? But let me just show you how they erase history and how they going to erase that history as well. And I think it's somewhat connected to what we're all talking about in the last two weeks about the censorship that is ultimately going to destroy y'all in this country if time is not taken care of. The most popular Victorian novelist of our time was a woman by the name of Marie Corelli. She was the number one best-selling British writer of her day, Queen Victoria's favorite novelist, and one of the biggest cultural presence in Victorian era England. She was a feminist, a lesbian, and the illegitimate child of the Reverend Charles McKay, the author of Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds. She overcame all of that stigma to become a public figure. Now, a lot of recent woke feminists are saying, oh, look how great she was. But before we even got to the woke, does anybody knew about this particular woman? No. She was all but deleted from the history of Victorian literature. Her unforgivable sin was that her best-selling novels ruled the world through the perspective of standard late 19th century occultism and Christian occultism at that. Her occultism offends today's rationalists and her tolerant, mystically-oriented Christianity offends even today's evangelical Christians just as much as today's legal pagans. She has been canceled because she was a Christian occultist. 
Why do I see this? Why? I'm gonna say it in very simple terms because it's directly connected with what has happened to the late greats. Jason David Frank. And what has happened with our society between men and women. And what has happened to a lot of us in our relationships between each other and men and women, and particularly in certain generations. Connected to this is a Twitter post that pretty much showcases the problems. Just want to make sure here that I got it. He basically stated in this Twitter post about how his younger workers can't get anything done and basically fail on the concept of, oh, this thing is failed, they can't get relationships and all the rest of it. John Michael Greer in that post that was done on the Dirty If on his website, basically put out the statement basically stating, and this is talking about Yeats and all the, and all the rest of it. The only other way this shit is going to change is to do, do the things concerning with occultism, basically, especially Christian occultism, in order to develop the world that people wish to see. And then the whole thing connections with Dion Fortune and all the rest of it. But basically he came down to this. And then you have to understand in certain ways that that particular era in between the, the Edwardian and Victorian eras and a lot of the things concerning with the Civil War and a lot of the things concerning with people moving to the West all connected with occultism and its influence in society. And how a lot of it, according to John Michael Greer, was taken out. And how many of this Yeats was talking about it. Michael Tessarian talked about this a little bit in many of his books. And he, he mentions about a lot of it with the books and concerning the end talks about um, Connor McGarry and all the, and many others. Basically saying the exact same thing that John Michael Greer is saying, but they're coming in and through it for two different directions. I'm in a post on the main Beyond This Earth website 
I mean, not website, Twitter page. Because I saw something when in my research for today's episode to basically put everything in a ball. I saw a talk, a discussion from from Teal Swan. I mentioned her again way back when and I said that a lot of women before they even get to understanding how they are supposed to behave around themselves and around men have to go through Teal Swan have to learn from Teal Swan in some way or form or fashion but before they even get to that they must understand these particular things with astrology and all the rest of it if that ain't can't be done and they don't do these things with religion or they can't comprehend or reconcile, especially if they were if they were born in Christianity and all the rest of it, and they can't reconcile with it, and what they're supposed to act and behave as a Christian woman, and they can't do any of these three things then they are a danger to everybody. Teal Swan in a talk in Los Angeles pretty much stated word for word, sentence by sentence, paragraph by paragraph, everything that Rollo Tomasi has written in the recent five books that he has written. He has, she said it in those particular words. And I basically proved myself saying that y'all have to go through Teal Swan before you, American women especially, to detoxify themselves from a feminist structure that has started since Seneca Falls in 1848. They must go through Teal Swan first before they do anything else. But if they're not even ready to get started at the age of 18 to go to Teal Swan first, they have to go through astrology first before they get to Teal Swan by the time they're 20. If they're not even willing to reconcile the fact they don't want to be Christian women, that's fine. They don't want to be mothers at that young and of age, fine. What have you? They don't want to go, go to school and be something to themselves. That's their prerogative. They don't want to see themselves as spiritual, they're just ended it, whatever. But it comes to a point where you become the solution to a problem that needs to be solved in order for the betterment of humanity to begin, or you just going to be the cause. Very small, small puddle may not be significant. But it starts building up into a wave, into a tsunami that will ultimately create the homelessness of the human, of man, the homelessness of the, the homelessness of humanity that will soon befall mankind. If not in 18 months, if not three years from now, 
the point where we don't return and we ultimately fall as a falling civilization if we don't get to Mars by 2030 and put our foot there within the next 45 days to seven months of the start of the year of 2030. Anytime late, we're gone in 250 years. Don't go there, we're dead in 50. There's a good enough chance we're gone in 10. Small little puddle, turn into tsunami. Tsunami. Because everybody wanna play games with their lives. When the game stops, it's going to stop. He had enough. That's big H, small e, not small h, small e. He's had enough. I don't want to go too much into that Twitter post, but I said what I needed to say. Just another thing, strange thing concerning discovery back in those times, Victorian era. You notice that we found another planet in the 1780s, but we didn't find Antarctica until the 1820s. Yeah, we were all over the planet. We 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 did the thing, we did the dancing, the discovering. Um cotton, cotton, rum, all the rest of it. We didn't know there was another continent right under us. Didn't know. We thought there was a South Pole, there may have been a few islands and all the rest of it. We didn't know where the penguins were heading. The penguins were hanging somewhere. There was a land somewhere. There was mute, there was distant, and then we discovered Antarctica in 1828. We found another planet in 1797. Huh? We were going all the world doing things fighting wars for almost that long but we didn't find new continent until 1828 but we found a new planet many years before that what does that tell me we have to look up there to find what is in here I want y'all to think about that real deeply. We'll be back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages.
not to be undeserved. And over the hold up back here, here is some news that you have missed for this week. There was a very, very uh, strange story coming out of Philadelphia. 1957, a young boy was found murdered, badly beaten in a cardboard box in a place outside of Northeast Philadelphia. But after more than 60 years of not being able to identify the boy, the Philadelphia Police Department said uh, a couple of days ago that they have finally gotten his name. A Joseph Augustus Zarelli. Officials say they are hoping that the announcement will elicit tips to help find to get to the bottom of the city's oldest unsolved homicide. They haven't determined yet who was responsible for the four-year-old boy's death. Wow. That's some scary stuff, though. Really scary. In other news, Maxine Waters, the chair of the House Finance Services Committee, says she doesn't plan to subpoena SBF to testify next week's hearing on FTX's collapse. She's not gonna subpoena the dude. She's not gonna subpoena him. Oh, my stars. Iran executed a man who was arrested in relation to widespread anti-government protests. It's the first known time that the death penalty has been used in connection to the protest. Celine Dion said that she has a rare new neurological disorder that causes muscle spasms and will not be able to perform any planned shows in Europe this year. And in more unfortunate news, George Nevali, the co-creator of Schoolhouse Rock, and the last part of the Schoolhouse Rock creators has passed away at the age of 88 years old. We wish to send condolences to his family. In other space news, it seems like Musk has been trying to get a platform ready so he can get to the moon in 2024. But there have been some serious, serious problems. And one of those serious problems has been the construction of the holding area in where to blast off this particular machine. Space, space uh, uh, starship. What is happening is, is that the concrete that he is building is cracking under the pressure of the twin of the Raptor rocket system. And it's continuing to crack under the pressure. They haven't sent a crew system for this particular starship system yet. They just started building it. He needs to get it done by at least late 2023 because they have also made the announcement that the first crewed Starship mission to the moon outside of NASA's um, uh, Artemis planned moon mission to Mars is being scheduled for 2024, at least six and a half 
months before the 2024 mission for the Mar, Mar I mean, for Artemis 2. The crude mission, Artemis 2 crude mission. So he is playing a very dangerous game. Can he get this thing to be successful? Six people will be going on this private mission being led by a very rich Japanese businessman and seven other people to go around the moon and back for three days. They will come back to Earth in Starship at after six days. The planned time is six months before NASA sends its Artemis 2 on its rendezvous around the moon. Both Musk and NASA will then send people to the moon using Musk Starship capable crew area and lunar module technology, hopefully by near the 55th anniversary of the space program taking one of its greatest leaps. And then hopefully within the five year period, we will make it to Mars between 45 and 45 days to six months. The biggest journeys are about to begin, but someone will get the rendezvous first. However, in Artemis 1, there was a lot of other things that they took up there. Some of it didn't make it. And it was deeply unfortunate. They might have a second chance with some of this technology, but a lot of it were lost. Some of it is being worked on now, and we will have the results of some of these particular technologies within the next couple of months to a few years from now. So... Artemis was not just going alone. They brought a lot of other things as well to D4 as well. They did a video on the two particular, on the wormholes that they built in the quantum computer. And it seems to me that they need to develop a technology to push negative energy into the middle of the wormhole in order for the wormhole to work. Sounds to me like the idea is sound, but it's gonna take energy that doesn't exist right now in human society to build wormholes, but they can simulate it on quantum computers. Just saying, just saying. That's some of the space news that we have for this week. The year in review episode is coming up next and boy, this year has been something else. We'll get through to a lot of what we talk about. It's gonna be a shorter episode than the episodes that we have done recently. 
and it's well needed on that particular aspect. Well needed, to be short, and and succinct, because this year has been a pretty wild one. We will return with regular scheduled episodes right after the Super Bowl. As I have stated before, we're going to do an education episode, and we're also going to do another special episode, as I also mentioned on that one as well. So, during our break, we will be able to finish things that I haven't been able to do, finish on, able to actually rest, maybe get back to certain video games that I haven't done in the last 18 months. We've been doing this almost nonstop, sometimes rest, sometimes not, finally get to do other particular things that have been delayed because I just want to keep this short, of this, this particular thing short as well, and other particular things of that nature. We will also have news that you miss and all the rest of it. And one of the news items I am going to discuss next week is the recent announcement and very, very deeply scary news that came out of Qatar during the World Championship. A man by the name of Grant Wall, who is a very, very important stalker and um, news writer who has worked for CBS Sports, for Fox Sports for many years, and now works for CBS Sports, passed away during a match between the uh, Argentines and the Dutch during the quarterfinal match. He seemed to have had issues with bronchitis, and then all of a sudden he passed away. And they don't understand how a pretty healthy young man who was doing so well and all the rest of these things could suddenly die like that. His brother started to cry and saying, this doesn't make any sense. Some are saying that this has to deal with the treatments, dealing with the pandemic. Others are saying that this is a Qatari plot because he was trying to protect the LGBT community or trying to give support to them. And then uh, things started going awry and then something slipped in there and whatnot. We are going to be watching this story. And if any updates come, we will talk about those updates as soon as we can, as soon as they're available. It could be an international incident or it could be an incident of one's of another's making but it is a truly shocking loss during this world championship we send our condolences to wall's family his wife and others that have worked with from both from fox sports cbs sports and all of the soccer world that has known and worked with this man so we end that show or this show with few dead words concerning expectations of those you meet. The anxieties of the world need to pass away and all those anxieties and all those wishes and all those hopes and all the rest of it and all those fears and whatnot. It has to pass away, but there has to be protections. 
And so some parts of the Twitter thing that I mentioned is that you got to have business cards with some of the most famous men out there, especially if you're a guy. And if a woman tries to give you golf, guff, as it were, you just give them the card and walk the other direction. You have to keep doing this until we have to deal with the disappointments of women and all the rest of it. And I know that people are not willing to learn new languages. People are not willing to, they don't want to get out of their comfort zones. So you got to learn how to protect yourself. Any famous per, any famous man, you doesn't matter which, you just give them there and just walk the other way. It's going to save you your headache. It's going to save headache from you, headache from her, and headache from everyone else. Time has passed that every single disappointment has to be overlooked in order to have a happy life. That's not the case. That was never the case. Continuing to eat bad sandwiches doesn't make one healthy. Realizing that beets create sugar, that it takes hard work to get the sugar from the beet needs to be realized and recognized for what it is. Something to think about as we go beyond this. Thank you for listening. This is Novin Hollaback. We'll be back for the winter finale the year in review. And this will be the final episode until right after the Super Bowl. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic. Now on Stitcher. Now on iHeart Radio Podcast. Now on Amazon Music. Soon on Clubhouse with the interviews. Soon on Stereo with the interviews. And wherever you get your radio show. This is Novin Hollerback, and we will see you guys next time and next year on Beyond This Earth. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.